This episode of the Rap IQ Podcast is brought to you by Avery Dennison Graphics Certified Rap Installer Program. Are you looking for another way to stand out from your competition? Have you installed at least 10 full wraps and feel confident in your skill set? You should really check out Avery Dennison's Certified Rap Installer Training Program and take the certification exam. Avery Dennison Certified Rap Installers represent the highest standards of professionalism and skill in the rap industry. This exam is not like every other exam out there. It's a legit test of skill and knowledge. While you don't need to take an Avery Dennison training course prior to taking the exam, I highly recommend that anyone taking the certification exam has installed at least 10 full wraps. Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Find an exam location close to you and sign up today at graphics.averydennison.com forward slash training. Again, that's graphics.averydennison.com forward slash training. This episode of the Rap IQ podcast is brought to you by designitraps.com wholesale printing division. Whether you are a contracted installer, a color change artist, or you just haven't made the investment into a printer and laminator yet, designitraps.com is your trusted offsite production team. Designitraps.com can handle all of your adhesive-backed vinyl production needs on the industry's top cast and calendared materials. Designitraps.com has your back with a four-point design file quality check that they provide with every order to ensure perfection, so you get exactly what you order. Because we all know turnaround time is of the utmost importance, your production team at Designitraps.com has systems in place to enable them to complete your job in only 48 hours from design approval to shipping label application. Designitraps.com is your offsite production team that has your back with the only four-point quality check in the industry, competitive pricing, and fast turnaround. Visit Designitraps.com today to expand your business by adding the industry's most efficient production capabilities to your team. Guys, I'm John Duber. Welcome to the Rap IQ Podcast. Fired up to be here today because I think that what I'm going to discuss with you is everybody does it. Everyone can relate to this. But first, I got some housekeeping to do. First and foremost, anything that you need for Rap IQ can be found at rapiq.com, whether it's with the podcast stuff or whether it's with the coaching stuff or you want Rap IQ swag. Doesn't matter what it is, go to rapiq.com. And if you want to find us on social media, it's at RapIQ, W-R-A-P-I-Q. Any new listeners out there, just so you know, we got four types of shows. First show is when Blake and I get together and we discuss a topic and try to drive home a solid episode to teach you as much as we possibly can. The second type of episode is when someone has a product that they would like launch, someone has uh, you know a new product or a new tool or whatever it may be, a new service that they're trying to launch through their company, um, we do a, a product launch episode. Third one is we always have guests. We love having good guests. If you are somebody that uh, has something to share with the, with the masses, hit us up and we will uh, possibly have you on your show. We will appreciate it. And finally, 
is a straight to the point. Straight to the points are what I'm going to do today. It's where I pick a topic or Blake picks a topic and we drive home this quick topic. These can be from five minutes up to 20 minutes. It's uh, It kind of depends on on how, how Roland I start to get or how Roland Blake starts to get on, on what particular topic it may be. So this is a straight to the point. So we're going to talk about mental fatigue. How do you deal with mental fatigue? What do you deal with mental fatigue? What is mental fatigue and how can you be better dealing with mental fatigue? When I get mentally tired or fatigued, Number one, I can't apply myself 100%. Like, what's the point of doing a job? What is the point of doing something if you're not doing it to the best of your ability? And I want you to really think about that question. What is the point of doing something if you're not doing it to the best of your ability? Being mentally fatigued, being mentally fogged, being mentally tired, it it affects my ability to make strategic decisions. It affects my ability to be rational. It affects my patience level. It affects my ability to have confidence in my gut, right? Like when you get to the point where you trust your gut extreme, like a lot of the time, and then you get mentally fatigued where you don't even have enough confidence in yourself to be confident in the decisions you're making, that is a huge problem. If I personally feel mentally fatigued, even if I'm at 90% of where I think I should be, I feel like my capabilities are not at 100%, right? I have over the years made a decision and taught myself to pull the plug on whatever I'm doing and push it off to a later date or time or day um, because I need to be able to recharge. I need to be able to refresh myself. I need to be able to get back to a point of mental sharpness. So when I do make the decision, I'm as close to 100% of my abilities as possible. There's a couple things that go into this. First and foremost, when you're trying to find some way to mentally recharge yourself, you have to find out what works for you, not what works for your business partner. Like what works for Blake may not work for me. What works for my business partners may not work for me. What works for my my wife to recharge mentally may not work for me. What works for my kids does not work for me. You have to find a way to recharge yourself mentally, to make yourself sharper, to do whatever you have to do in order to become the person you know you can be after being in a mental fatigue state. It could be anything. It could be anything. For me, I like to stand up from my desk. I like to go get a workout in a physical workout, some sort of a jog or just going for a walk or lifting weights or whatever it may be. Something about the physical moving and working out is just a great way for me to recharge. Now, maybe it's because I take the <laughs> the mental fatigue that I'm feeling and I put that mental fatigue into my muscles and maybe that takes away from the mental fatigue. I'm not sure why that works, but it seems to work extremely well for me. I love getting a workout in when I'm mentally fatigued. That way I can take my mind off of of the things that I'm thinking about, recharge a little bit and come back. Um, It works very well for me. One thing that doesn't work well for me that does work well for others and something maybe you can try out, but it does not, (laughs) I repeat, this does not work for me is if I'm feeling mentally fatigued, mentally stressed, something, you know, something mental fog, whatever you want to call it. I can't take a nap. I can't just lay on the couch and chill, right? Like it is extremely counterproductive for me. Um, 
to to getting from that little slum that I'm in, that little slump that I'm in, back up to where I need to be. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, I've just learned over the years that when you get tired, your body tells you to take a nap. Like it's a natural thing, but it does not work for my mental. Like it does overnight, right? If I'm at the end of my day and clearly I'm not going to go pull myself out of this slump by the end of the, you know, for the rest of the evening or whatever, then I need to go to bed. But if I'm in midday and something has happened where I've really been applying myself all day, I can't just stop and take a nap and like recharge. Like it's, it's very, very, very counterproductive for me. Um, but again, that might be what works for you. You have to find out what works for you, not for the people around you, not for anyone else, what works for you. One other way that I, that I recharge my brain. I love installing vinyl wraps and graphics. It is my passion. It is something that I absolutely love to do. It's something I'm good at. It's something I take great pride in being good at. It's something I take great pride in and in, uh, in doing a great job. I do this a lot. You know, my guy, my my installers, they they see me come out into the bay and and they may not know it, but they'll know it after they listen to the show. But it's because I'm 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 dealing with a lot of mental strain and a lot of mental stress being an entrepreneur, being, you know, a multiple business owner, being somebody that has to make strategic decisions on a I mean multiple times a day that affect tons of people. Um it's very stressful. It's a very high stress uh environment. You know, it's not I'm just not sitting in my office. I'm I'm actually doing you know, very high level work. And it's, dude, it is mentally taxing. So you have to find something that's really, really relaxing for you. And for me, it is to grab a knife and a squeegee and a torch and get out in the install bay and, uh, and just really get after it, get back to my roots of an, of being an installer and, and recharge that way. Um, I thoroughly enjoy installing. So it's a great outlet for me. Uh, it keeps me sharp by the way. So I'm killing two birds with one stone. Not only am I, I recharging mentally, but I'm also keeping my installation skill set extremely high. And, and, and I like that, you know, I like to be able to back up all the shit that I talk <laughs> wherever I go when it comes to vinyl wrap installation, you know, um, so getting out there and, and, and getting, getting the installed, you know, helping in the install bay, you know, it, it accomplishes so many different things. I'm all about multitasking. I'm all about reach. Like, so if I'm in the install bay, I'm recharging my brain. I am, you know, hopefully making a positive impact on my, on my crew. I am keeping us on schedule or putting us ahead of schedule. There's multiple things that are going on during that time when really what I need is to recharge my brain. But at the same time, I'm accomplishing all these other things kind of residually. So it's, it's actually a very nice, uh, a very nice thing. And, 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 and it works out very well for me. Again, you have to find out what works for you. But I always, when I'm thinking about what I need to do to help me, I always put every, a lot of other people, um, in front of, uh, uh, of my own personal gain or growth how can I help others while I'm helping myself is basically my mindset there. Another thing that I do is I just go around the office and, and uh, you know, if I have a stressful morning or something, I go around the office and I just kind of smile at people, you know, shake hands, make sure everyone's good. That accomplishes a lot as well. It's not just for me to recharge myself. You know, it gives me, a stethoscope to listen to the heartbeat of my company through my, through my, through my team. You know, 
it's it they they know I can reiterate the fact that I love them. I can reiterate the fact that I care about them. I can reiterate the fact that like I appreciate what they're doing. So not only am I able to recharge my brain, but I'm also able to bring somebody up. You know, the other week, like last week or something, I had a very stressful day making a lot of decisions and uh I was cleaning out my office, like a new office furniture. So I was putting the, uh, all the, the boxes of stuff that I took out of my old desk and put in my new desk. And uh, I found this chicken suit, this inflatable chicken suit. And I was sitting there in my desk and I was like just mentally exhausted. And I just like did not want to continue with the day. And I was like, man, I got I to gotta get up and go to the install bay. And I like, as I stood up, I saw a chicken suit laying on the ground. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> I'm not going to go install. I'm going to get, I'm going to go find some batteries. I'm going to put it in this chicken suit and I'm going to walk around the office. I'm going to make people smile. And that's what I did, you know? And, and I'll be honest, I got a lot of weird looks, but I also broke the monotony of their daily operations. You know, like think about my graphic designers, you know, they sit in this graphic design room all day, every day. It's the same. It's like the same thing. I, I honestly don't know how they do it sometimes. So I try to focus on those guys a lot more than maybe anyone else because I, I like to br- break the monotony that they go through every day. So I walked in there with a chicken suit and my, my lead designer is like, what the, what are you doing? I was like, well, I don't really know, Sean. I don't know what I'm doing. What I'm trying to do is help myself, but I see a smile on your face. I'm helping you as well. So I don't know. With that being said, when I'm going around the office, you know, and and I'm and I'm trying to help myself, I'm I'm multitasking. Like I said before, I'm trying to accomplish multiple things, you know. And during that time, I was making people smile, recharging myself, increasing my culture, letting letting everybody know that, yeah, you know, like I'm just a normal dude. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I I I'm partner in this business. I'm the CEO of the company, but like at the end of the day, like I'm just a normal goofy some bitch, and 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 it. <laughs> You know, it's okay for you guys to be that way as well. You know, I think that over time, you have to train yourself of when you are truly mentally tired or mentally exhausted or you have mental fog. And you have to, you to be honest with you, you have to get to the point of mental tiredness and mental fog and make a, a wrong decision or two. Because once you make the wrong decision and you do deductive reasoning and you reverse engineer that back to the fact that, yeah, it was because I was mentally exhausted. That's when you start to realize, okay, well, during the time I was making that decision, I felt this way. Well, when you feel that way, you need to be able to you're better off taking your foot off the gas, doing something to recharge, and then coming back to make that decision that you had to make. You know, if you make an important decision based on mental exhaustion or fatigue, it, it, it could be the wrong decision. And again, I'm a fan of risk mitigation. Like if you, if you, if you take any of my Avery classes or you listen to me talk on the podcast or you, if you're one of my coaching clients, I constantly talk about risk mitigation because risk mitigation is the ability to lessen the chances of yourself making a mistake. So one huge part of life and huge part of, of making the correct decisions, being mentally sharp and being mentally on point. And if you're not mentally on point, you're increasing your risk. So how do you mitigate that risk? You stay mentally on point. When you feel when you're tired, you move on, you go recharge. If you can't recharge, you come back to it the next day. You know, mental stamina 
it, it happens over time. The hardened mind happens over time. It's not something you can just wake up in the morning and say, okay, well today I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to work really hard for 14 hours today and I'm going to make all these difficult decisions. And it just happens. It doesn't like it. You will be exhausted by noon and you need to really understand that mental stamina happens over time. You have to harden yourself just like working out a muscle. When you're working out, you find a, a, your weakest lift, for example, and you work on those muscles. As you build those muscles, you become stronger. As you build your business or your company or your workflow grows or you're a manager of a bunch of people, so your team grows, whatever, there's added responsibilities and those added responsibilities can take away from your mental stamina. So you have to increase that. You have to make yourself mentally tougher on the same line, you have to walk the sharp, you have to walk the line. That's like a tight rope of, of walking the line of mental clarity versus being mentally exhausted or mentally, um, you know, not as strong or, or as, as good as you can be. You're walking this really fine tight rope. And as you challenge yourself and as you, you walk that line of sharp mental clarity, you callous yourself and you get to the point where you know that you need to take a break. But with that being said, as you're getting mentally tired, as you are going through these feelings of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't think of that guy's name or whatever it is. There's so many little cues that happen that'll tell you that you're getting mentally tired. And a lot of times people just push it to the side. They don't understand. Well, over the years, I have realized that if I can't remember Blake Madsen's email address off the top of my head or his phone number, there's something clearly wrong. I'm not mentally as sharp as I need to be. Okay. But over time, I have gotten to the point where I realize those are little cues that tell me, Hey, you're tired. You need to go recharge or you need to take a break and you need to put this back or you need to put it on the, on, on the schedule for tomorrow, whatever you, whatever it is, you got to walk that fine line. I want to be very clear on this message. I'm not telling you to find an excuse to not do your job, okay? I'm not saying go to your boss and say, oh, hey, I heard it on the Rep IQ podcast. I'm mentally fatigued. I'm tired. No. Only you know if you truly are mentally fatigued. And also, only you know if you're making a bullshit excuse. Only you know that. So you have to be on top of yourself, Okay. The whole idea of the work being there tomorrow, the whole idea of being mentally tired when you truly are mentally tired and you have to push the work off till tomorrow, it's a double-sided sword. And there's two sides to that sword. Number one, yes, the work will be there tomorrow. And you can come back to it when you're sharper, when you're rested, when you're, when you're ready to rock and roll, and you can potentially make the correct decision. But what sucks about that double-sided sword is the work will be there tomorrow. And that just adds to your plate of stuff that you need to do. That's why I say don't use mental fatigue or mental tiredness as something that is an excuse. Because if you continually push things to the next day, it's counterproductive. What I'm telling you to do is push yourself as hard as you can mentally and every day you raise that bar of mental toughness just a little bit higher and a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And before you know it, you're getting through almost a full day or you're getting through a full day plus. Perfect. And then 
you're mentally strong at work, but you get home and you're just exhausted. You don't have time to play ball with your kids or you don't have time to be patient with your wife or your husband or, or whoever that may be. You find yourself short-tempered when you're at home. Well, I challenge you to get through your day. My day doesn't stop until my babies are in, in bed. That's 8.30. Then I can finally relax. I'm up at 4.50, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I don't stop till 8.30 at night. That's just my life. That is a life I have chosen. That is a life that I love. But it has taken me a long time to get to the point where I can get through my entire day at work, get home, do what I need to do at home, go to the ball practice, go to wrestling practice, do what I need to do with my boys and my wife, and then finally turn it off when the kids go to bed. There, it's like kind of a running joke in my office, if I'm being completely honest with you, my director of operations, who also happens to be my sister-in-law. So we have a, we have a very dynamic relationship. Um, but it's, it's funny. She literally, she, she knows me well enough where she sees me. Like she sees me, like she sees me mentally, like losing my, I lose my attention, right? Like I'm looking and focusing on something else. She's like, you still there there, John? Huh? You still there? We losing you? And she knows that I'm done. She knows at that point that I'm done and we're going to have to come back later in the day or later and, and, you know, later and maybe tomorrow. It doesn't matter when I'm done. I'm done. Like I, I, I'm sorry. Like I can't, I can't fight it anymore. And I used to fight it. I used to try to fight it. I used to try to push through and push through and push through. And I still do to a point, but there becomes a time where I am truly like my attention span. I can't do it. Like I just can't, I can't stay focused on something I'm like not super interested in. And those are the times where I really need to have, you know, check myself and say, okay, you got to come back to this. You got to come back to this, you know, but over time, I have calloused myself and I've pushed myself and I've set that bar so high that when I'm mentally drained or mentally tired, many people would be drained far before I am because I've worked really, really hard to make myself mentally strong. This message is to let you know that you push through and you push through and you push through because every single time you push through, you set the bar a little bit higher you increase your mental strength, you increase your mental stamina, you increase your mental toughness. The truth is there will always come a time, always come a day where you're truly mentally exhausted. You find that point, you push through it. Each time you set the bar a little bit higher and a little bit harder, higher, and you get better and better and better and better and better. I want to leave you with an important point that I mentioned earlier in the show, but I want to reiterate it. Do not use this show as an excuse to not do your job. You need to push through. You need to push the bar, raise the bar higher every time you possibly can, and you're going to get mentally tougher. Don't use this as an excuse where you walk up to your boss and be like, oh, I'm mentally fatigued. Like, Don't be a bitch about it push through, understand that when you push a job from today to tomorrow, it just adds to your plate or someone else's plate down the road. You can do more. You just don't know how to get there. But the first step is to understanding when you truly are mentally tired or you're just trying to take the easy way out. All right, guys, that's your show. That's your straight to the point. Cannot appreciate you guys more than I do. I am I'm so grateful. Blake is so grateful. 
Quick little closing housekeeping things. Rap IQ Podcast Hotline, 314-596-2676. The Rap IQ Podcast Hotline is 314-596-2676. If you guys want to call us, you want to leave us a message, you want to uh, tell us a point about something that we talked about on the show that we forgot about, whatever it may be, you guys call into the Podcast Hotline, leave us a message, or you can even text that line too, and we can read your... Uh, well, Blake will lead you. What happens is you guys text in, and then Blake reads it very poorly and I make fun of him and then he makes fun of himself and then nine times out of ten the text we get lead to a full episode. So don't be shy. Don't be shy to text into the show. We appreciate the interaction. Website rapiq.com. Anything you need for rapiq.com, go to rapiq.com. It's all there. And as always, final two things. Number one, share the show. We rely on you guys to share the show on social media so we can keep growing it. Um, we, t- Dude, if you can turn one person on to the show and it makes such an effect on you that you can turn one other person onto the show and it makes an effect on them and that 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 lineage just keeps on going and going and going. That's why we do this. That's why we want to make a massive change. And the change comes with you guys helping us do that. And finally, leave us a review. If it's on iTunes or, or wherever, Spotify or our Google page, whatever it may be, please, 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 please leave us a review. It's always helpful. That's it. That's all I got. Straight to the point. Guys, thank you so much. Much love. Get after it today. We will talk to you soon. Hey guys, real talk here. I want to give a very sincere thank you to Avery Dennison and Rap Love for their support of the show. It means the world to the Rap IQ podcast team to have the support of such amazing companies. You can find Avery Dennison online at AveryDennison.com and Rap Glove at RapGlove.com. So please show support to the sponsors that support our industries. And guys, we want you to participate in the podcast with us, which is why we have the Rap IQ podcast voicemail line. If you have any questions or feedback or any topic suggestions, give us a call on the voicemail line or text us. The number is 314-596-2676. Guys, I have a couple asks of you. First off, please go to the platform that you are listening to the show and leave us a review. Right now, grab your phone and leave us a review and finally share the show. We are looking to double the exposure the show is getting. And the easiest way for us to do that is to have each and every one of you turn one of your friends onto the show. All right, guys. Thanks again. Get after it today. Much love. We will talk to you soon.